Everyone has a lesson. Whether it's good or bad, you can learn from it. Hey, welcome back again. Today's episode is all about friendships and events. Throughout the years of friendships, I've noticed something. Not all of your friends want to see you succeed. Now, this isn't a way for me to like attack anyone or anything like that. Honestly, I love all of my friends so much. But this is the truth. And if you don't like something about your friends or someone then you have to say it you have to let the truth out you know if something's bothering you about someone then you have to fix it but it's finally time to bring the truth out the first guest and a good friend tyra talks about how friendships doesn't have boundaries she met a girl from france and this memory is something that she will never forget for a friendship story i thought about a trip that I had to France in 2012 when I was in high school. I was in the chorus club in high school as an after-school activity. Um, and also one girl from French class at my school. We went to France um, for about, I think it was like nine nine days, I believe. The point of us was to go for basically like a new cultural experience, um, you know, to go abroad. And also for us to sing in France, because as I did say, we were part of chorus. So like for us to like sing in France at this school that we plan to visit. So towards the end of our trip, we went to, um, it was like a, I think it was like an elementary and also a high school. And we went there for the day to um, visit some of the students there, you know, talk to them, get to know them better, visit their music class that they had. And we got to sing a few of our songs that we learned for chorus club for them. And we also got to hear um, something that they prepared for us. But the reason why I'm bringing up this trip was because when we went there to meet these, these students that were like younger than us, that we never met before with like a whole different culture and like view on life and their academics being different and their meal time was even different and stuff like just getting to know them like these these kids it was truly like a humbling experience and we were only with them for like a few hours but there was this one girl that i met um she was younger than me her name was mel and I connected with her like a lot out of the other students that I met and within those like few hours we became such good friends and it was weird because you know I just met this girl for the first time and she was younger than me we were from different cultures but leaving when it was time for me and my group of people I traveled with leave I remember I got really emotional because like I didn't want to leave her and also she wrote something on the white on the whiteboard um she, I think it said like I love you Tyra or something like that I think that's what she like wrote on the whiteboard and she like put all these designs and stuff and it was just very sweet and it was just very like a heartwarming moment my friendship with her didn't end there we exchanged like Facebooks and stuff and we talked from here and there like we connected on Facebook but it was like for a few years I don't, I don't talk to her anymore. I even had her on Snapchat. Um, and we, like, snapped each other a few times. But I don't have her on Snapchat anymore. I have her as a friend on Facebook, though, but we just don't talk anymore. But 
basically what I learned from this was friendship can go beyond culture. It can go beyond it can go beyond borders, literally, because like I'm here in the U.S. and she's in France. <laughs> right. And yeah, friendship it, it's strong. It can be really strong. It's a it's a beautiful thing. The next guest is someone I used to work with. Her name is Delia. Delia talks about a funny moment we had with our friend, Khadija. I love these girls. <laughs> Every time we come back together, we have so much fun. Here's Delia's story. So friendship is really important to me. I always have a few friends. I don't have a lot of friends. I've never been like the most popular girl in school or whatever. Um, I always have like a, a handful. I'll say probably like five back home in Jamaica. And every time when I go down or whatever, it is like I've never left. I came here when I was 20 years old and being like migrating from a different country as a growing up, that's hard. Finding new friends, right? Um, so I got my first job here in the States at Wendy's and that's where I met Tia and Khadija. <laughs> oh my God. I love those two girls because they are very genuine people and it doesn't matter how long uh, we hang out. It's like we never left, right? That's just, that's the energy that you want. So I've always been, Khadija works at the same place with me, but because we're, we have our different schedules, we never really go out. And I always see Tia around town and she's like, hi girl, with her bubbly self. I'm like, oh my God, this girl crazy. She's like, hi girl, let's go hang out. I'm like, okay, let's hook it up. So I think the last time we hung out was last year when we went to Sam's. And of course it was a good time. Uh, I still have clips from that night, by the way. So recently we went to this bar in Hartford. It's called the Russells. It's more like a Jamaican theme. And that's what I love with these girls. I'm Jamaican, but it seemed like they were Jamaican in past life because they were getting it. I'm like, oh, shoot. It's like being back home again. Like I didn't miss anything. Right. So we were pre-gaming, you know, getting a little tipsy. And I'm like, this is what I miss. Just being around genuine people like it was so natural and that's what i i love about hanging out with them so we went to the club we were we were probably very intoxicated luckily we ubered because don't do not drink and drive i'm strictly against that so we ubered there uh we went upstairs we were getting it tia (laughs) she's like she she knows she's guilty she was like the ringleader there so we're upstairs getting it, dancing, vibing to her music. Like we do this on the daily, which we don't. It's probably a yearly thing. So um, Tia was like vibing. Her arms are like hanging over the rail. She just turned around and looked at me wide eyed. I'm like, oh <laughs> shit, this is crazy. What happened? She whispered, I dropped my drink. I think she gave the people downstairs a whole bath. With she was drinking, were you drinking Henny and Coke? Yeah. The guy with his lady looked upstairs. I'm like, oh my god, this is how it ends. We're gonna get kicked out of the club. I'm like, at normal, at normal. This girl is still twerking by the rail. <laughs> After she, I'm like, oh shit, oh shit. This is how we we get kicked out of the club. So the security guard came upstairs. He's like, oh. I don't know what he was saying because I was drunk as a skunk. But he's but he like, came up. I yes, <gasps> he did. you see, he came up. 
He was like with his little flashlight shining. Nah. Yes. Oh my god, I don't remember that. You see, he actually came up. I don't. I don't know if he said some. Yeah, he said something to me, and I don't know if he said it to Khadijah. But I'm like, it's okay, it's okay. He's like, yeah, just mouthing words. He's like, don't lean over there because we spill drink. But I was, if that were me, I would be mad upset. But we're having a good time. Like, downstairs, don't feel bad. I'm like, oh my God, it was dumb funny at the time. And we just carried on with our night like it was nothing. But it was, Tia, why are you looking like that? It was fun. No, it was fun. It just like, damn. It was fun. I just remember that. I don't remember that security guard coming up and be like, hey. Hey, he's <laughs> like, hey. But whatever. Um, so uh, we got home. Tia have clips. Miss, My friend <laughs> was passed out in the bathroom and I was sitting on the corner. I'm like, Tia, would you like some bagels? I don't know if you, who... You want some bagels, boo? <laughs> you want some bagels, boo? If you guys follow her on Snap, you'll probably see that night if you guys are following us. <laughs> those bagels were good. Yo, those bagels are... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. A matter of fact, she still has her wine in my refrigerator, which we should do part two soon. What do you think? Oh, of course. Definitely. I know you're yeah. down. You are down. And Khadija's always, always down. That's how it should be. We're like having real friends... They should be always done. I exactly. love it. We should do a girls trip. I think that would be yeah. lit. Yeah. Texas. Ooh. Everything is bigger in Texas, I heard. Wink. No, <laughs> no wink. <laughs> yeah. That's what I heard too. <laughs> Hotness. But yeah. That's what it that's what life is about, finding real people. I appreciate you. Oh, I appreciate you too. Good. I love it. See, listen to Delia and find real friends. (laughs) Having great friends around is always a blessing, but what if a friend randomly deletes you off social media and doesn't want to talk to you anymore? Another good friend, Marlene, tells her story about one of her best friends being mad at her for the wrong reasons. Lately, I've been dealing with like loss of friendships and not really loss but separation basically from friends um i have a group of six best friends we're all intertwined best friends like we all know each other we're all very close within each other but there's there according to the signs there's um two signs of every kind of zodiac sign so there's two leos two pisces um two gemini's in the group and then one two capricorns so we're all pretty much pretty even when it comes to zodiac signs and everyone knows that the leos are the ones who are um the most dramatic (laughs) and i'm a leo so me and another close friend of mine we're both leos and we are pretty much attached by the hip like wherever we are wherever we go we check up on each other we like pretty much depend on each other's presence for everything or for like you know for everything um mental support um you know, emotional support, everything. Um, I am the type of person that when I am when I am sad, upset, hurt, angry, um, I like to deal with that on my own. I like to take my own space. I like to be on my own. I like to deal with my own thoughts. And then I like to regroup with my friends. And all of my friends, all of my friends know this, you know, like they all know how I am when it comes to situations. 
So I've so there's one friend of mine. So there's one friend of mine. I'm gonna name her Millie. She, Millie and I, we are you know pretty much attached at the hip. And before, so right now we're dealing with this pandemic and quarantine. So before this quarantine, I was doing my own self type of quarantine, where I was just going from work back home, from home back to work. Like I was distancing myself from my friends because it would literally be me coming out of work and going straight to their houses and then going home at like late at night and then not having enough sleep so then going back to work super tired so i knew that there was something that i had to learn how to manage in there so i started taking my time away from my friends and it was just so that i could mentally mentally take care of myself because i deal with mental health issues myself so i felt like i was and i told them this i'm like yo i feel like i'm getting too clingy to you guys and i depend a lot on you guys and like your presence and i don't think that's very healthy for me because when you guys are not there i feel like i have nobody you know so i ended up distancing myself from my friends and billy and i just you know separated and billy took that very personal she took it like oh you you are against me like what's wrong with you what's going on like what did i do wrong you know and because billy and i are very clingy in general especially with each other i had to like let her know like this is, this is not about you it's about me like you know i'm dealing with this okay so the story sets off um billy lost someone that was apparently close to her i didn't know about this person at all like i didn't know they were close like this at all so billy lost someone and she just texted in the group chat and was like hey i'm gonna go to an awake so i don't really know what to say to make somebody feel better when they're going through a loss because there is absolutely nothing anybody can tell me to feel better That's during a loss you know like yeah. it's hard it's difficult and i just want to be in my own space and deal with my own loss and then i'll reach out you know so you know i didn't reach out to billy that day but the next day i reached out to her and i was like hey um I want to know how you're doing, how how are you coping? And then I realized she had unfriended me and she had left the group chat. So I was like, hey, is everything okay? I see you left the group chat. And she commented telling me like, I don't want to talk to you right now. I'm so upset with you. I can't believe you. Um, and I was completely out of like lost. I was confused. I didn't even know what she was talking about. I'm like, what did I do now? You know? <laughs> yeah, I was so confused. So, next thing you know, like, she's talking to every member in the group except for me. And I'm, you know, trying to gather my gather all the information I can from everybody. And I'm like, why is she mad? What's going on with Billy? Like, you know? And so, turns out, Billy was upset at me for not reaching out to her um, during her loss, which was the day before. And I'm like, well, why is she upset with me? Because I literally just gave her space. Like, that's what I would do if... If I didn't, if I if I do better, like you know, that's that's how I deal with loss, you know. So this pretty much like blew out of proportion. We ended up hanging out together with the group um, because one of our friends, she lives pretty far. She ended up coming down for the weekend, and we all hung out and we put our differences aside. We ended up being in the car ride, just me and Billy. I don't know how we ended up in this car ride, just us two. Dropping me off home and. She she talks about I'm tired of this friend I'm tired of this friend I'm tired of that friend and I'm tired of you and I'm like whoa okay tell me more she's like yes I'm tired of you and I'm tired of this person I'm tired of this person because you guys are never there for me 
You guys are just never there for me when I need you. But when you need somebody, you throw a tantrum. You talk about how nobody's there for you. And I was like, let's take a minute right now. Because right now you sound like me. And that's kind of a problem. And then, you know, we just, we had to, she's like, are you fucking kidding me? She like, she took it like for a world whip. And I'm like, first of all, this topic has to do with you being mad at me for not being there. And I told her straight up, I was like, listen, I am not sorry for not being present when you wanted me to be there, but I am sorry for not knowing how you are when you, you deal with loss. Because if I was more aware of like how she deals with loss, I would have been there. You get what I'm saying? Right. She never she never communicated, hey, I need someone here. She never communicated, hey, I need company. She never communicated anything except for I'm going to an awake. You get what I'm saying? Right. So I deal with certain things very much different than how she would or than anybody would. I just want to be by myself. So she took that very personal. So besides the fact that she was already mad at me for this issue, now she's mad at me on top of being mad at me because I wasn't sorry. So <laughs> so this was, yes, sis, this was very complicated at this point. I'm like, I really don't know what to tell you because I'm not going to stay here and and lie about how I felt at first because how I felt at first is still valid and how I feel now is still valid. How you feel is also valid, but you cannot tell her you cannot put the way you feel or how your emotions on me. And then she took that very personal and I realized she took it personal because she's clingy. And I didn't take it personal because I was learning already how to not be clingy. You get what I'm saying? So we already we were on two different mindsets, me and me and Billy. So you know, my friends and I, we just ended up like me and Billy stopped being very close. We're not close at all. We don't we barely even talk. But I still love her. Like I love her to that. I'm not angry at her, but she's angry at me still. And I don't know why. Let me tell you why. Because there's no point in being angry for so long because now you're just building emotions. You're hoarding on into emotions of anger, which you spend more energy doing than to just forgive someone. You're hoarding anger. You're hoarding anger. And, that's and you're causing no, tension between all of And you're your causing friends. tension. You know, exactly. But your other friends, my other friends approached her and they were like, yo, that's kind of unfair for you to put this much, this much um, pressure on Marlene because, first of all, none of us were there for you. Nobody was there for you. And you expect her to be there. She's like, yeah, she needs to be there for me. So pretty much everyone was like, hold on. <laughs> No one was there for you, so why are you just being mean to her? She's mad you know? at you. She's mad at me, sis. So they were just like, yo, I just don't understand why you're so mad at her. And then the other friend was telling her, like, it's kind of unfair that you're putting this much on her, on Marlene, because she deals with things. She's dealing with a lot more than just you right now. She's dealing with personal matters that are serious. And it is unfair for you to put your emotions onto her, because that's not on her. That's on you point is of the story me and billy are not closed um right now but i know that we will be at some point you know throughout yeah, it's gonna time. take time definitely yeah it's gonna you guys are definitely for... gonna be close again yeah you know i'm not taking her i don't and like i guess the point of it is i don't take my advice for everyone my point is don't take someone don't take someone else's emotions personal that's one thing Everyone deals with certain things differently. Emotions 
my emotions cannot be portrayed onto the person that you are and vice versa if you are hurt by something that um that i did in general don't say that personal because the way i felt or the way i reacted at that moment was an action that that had to do with me and not with that person it wasn't a it wasn't a it was a personal choice of action and not towards somebody else you know what i'm saying so pretty much it's like the way i felt the way she feels about me right now her being angry her being upset that is her own emotion towards me and i have no right to be upset at that because that's how she feels and vice versa right and, and vice versa if that's how i feel like you know i wasn't sorry but i'm sorry that i didn't know how you are when you lose someone that's also personal that's my way of coping with things and that like i shouldn't have to change that for anybody else you know what i'm saying because now that means that i have to adjust to to your likeness so that i can so i can be a certain person with you and not be myself and that's not okay always be yourself at the end of the day always you know and I'm just I guess I'm just learning to to just be within myself, be with yourself, be with your thoughts and process every single day how you would react if someone if you were in that person's shoe. Um which is why I feel like before my own self quarantine that that's what I was that's what I was trying to learn. I was trying to learn how to not react, how to not give a reaction to everything because not everything deserves a reaction. you cause more of an impact when you just remain silent you know and i i guess i guess I'm, i was sorry for i'm like you know i'm just not sorry for not being there i'm like i don't know how you're to just, say it you're just sorry for not being aware that's all it is yeah and exactly for not being aware that's all it is she's, she's mad yeah. she's mad that's eventually she's going to get over it and then you guys will be best friends again you know that's all it exactly. is exactly exactly yeah but that was my life lesson that's what i've been dealing with recently but i don't let what 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 happened like dictate how i feel every single day that's like at the back of my mind i don't even pay attention to like how those feelings interact with my daily life because it shouldn't it shouldn't do that thank you for listening we'll see you next week got a lesson and want to share Email me at learnedlessons2020 at gmail.com. Don't forget to like Lessons Learned on Facebook and follow on Instagram.